Welcome to Jaguar Jabber, weekly world news, a Nakona podcast series released each Friday relaying the international events over the past week. A huge thank you to Jess Reynolds and Maddie Glom for creating the music and artwork of Jaguar Jabber, respectively. Let's get to the news. Hi, I'm Managing Editor Amara Saez, and this is the news from Friday, February 5th through Thursday, February 11th. On Friday, February 5th, Malcolm and Marie was released on Netflix. It was directed by Sam Levinson, the creator of Euphoria and son of Barry Levinson. The black and white melodrama initially had good intentions of defending black art, but it has been criticized for utilizing a black man to vent the gripes of a white director. Overall, people said this made the film feel ingenuine and hollow. On Saturday, February 6th, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said the U.S. had notified El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras that it had started the process of withdrawing the U.S. troops from Trump-era asylum agreements from these three countries. The agreements, signed in 2019 but on hold since March due to the pandemic, allow the U.S. to send asylum seekers from other countries to Central America, where they are able to request asylum. Blinken said the administration intends to work with the nations to reduce some of the insecurity and poverty causing people to flee in the first place while maintaining the security of the U.S. border. On Sunday, February 7th, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in Super Bowl 55, which is the franchise's second NFL championship. With the win, Tampa Bay quarterback Tom Brady, who was given the game's MVP, earned his record seventh Super Bowl title, which is more than any single franchise in the NFL. Chicago's mayor announced on Sunday that the Chicago Teachers Union had reached a tentative agreement with the mayor to reopen the city's schools for in-person classes. The agreement would avert a strike that had threatened to disrupt instruction for students in the nation's third largest school district. Under the agreement, pre-kindergarten and some special education classes would return to classrooms on Thursday, February 11th. Staff in kindergarten through fifth grade classrooms would return on February 22nd, and students in those grades would return on March 1st. Staff members in 6th through 8th grade classrooms return March 1st and students on March 8th. Indian rescue crews struggled to reach trapped victims on Sunday after part of a glacier in the Himalayas broke off and released a torrent of water and debris that slammed into two hydroelectric plants. At least 9 people were killed and 140 were missing in a disaster which experts are saying was caused by global warming. More than 2,000 members of the military, paramilitary groups, and police took part in the search and rescue operation. On Monday, February 8th, 5,800 mail ballots were sent out to the union-eligible workers at Amazon's Bessemer, Alabama Fulfillment Center on Monday. In the coming weeks, they'll be used to decide the largest U.S. union election at the 26-year-old company, the country's second-largest employer. If the labor organizers win, the Bessemer warehouse will become the first unionized Amazon facility in the country and potentially a bellwether for the industry nationwide. Alabama is a right-to-work state with a union membership rate of 8%, nearly three points below the national average. The Birmingham suburb of Bessemer, however, has a deep history of strong unions. The Amazon facility sits atop land once owned by U.S. Steel, which was a major employer in the region until the industry's decline in the latter half of the 20th century. House Democrats released a big piece of their coronavirus relief bill on Monday. It included a measure that would extend a $400 a week unemployment insurance payment through August 29th, and send $1,400 per person payments to most households without lowering the income thresholds from earlier rounds. Democrats have been debating whether to reduce those income levels, but the version headed for a Ways and Means Committee vote this week gives the full amount to individuals with incomes up to $75,000 and married couples with incomes up to $150,000. 
The legislation also expands the child tax credit, broadens child care assistance, and bolsters tax credits for health insurance. It will be combined with pieces advancing through other House committees with the aim of getting through the full House later this month. Together, the measures make up President Biden's $1.9 trillion aid plan, which Democrats are trying to push quickly through Congress. Several unprovoked attacks on elderly Asian Americans, including at least three in the Bay Area captured in disturbing videos in recent days, have raised concerns about anti-Asian bias related to the COVID-19 pandemic. At a news conference in Oakland's Chinatown on Monday, Alameda County District Attorney Nancy O'Malley announced the creation of a special response unit focused on crimes against Asians. O'Malley said, quote, the rapid increase in criminal acts targeted against members of the Asian community, particularly Chinese Americans who live and work in Alameda County, is intolerable, end quote. The new unit stems from two similar attacks in Northern California last week, as well as a spike of crime in Oakland's Chinatown. On Tuesday, February 9th, the opening arguments in the Senate impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump were given. The Senate voted on Tuesday to proceed with the second impeachment trial of Donald Trump after an afternoon of arguments on whether it was constitutional to try a former president. Six Republican senators joined all Democrats in asserting the Senate's jurisdiction, even though Mr. Trump, impeached by the House last month in the wake of the January 6th Capitol riot, is no longer in office. The 56 to 44 vote sets the stage for several days of presentations from both sides on the facts of the case, which are to begin on Wednesday. 67 votes will be required to convict Mr. Trump, meaning at least 17 Republicans would need to join all 50 Democrats. Only a handful of Republicans have indicated they likely would vote guilty. The UAE's HOPE spacecraft arrived at Mars on Tuesday, February 9th. The country has put a probe called HOPE in orbit around the planet, making it only the fifth spacefaring entity to do so after the US, the Soviet Union, Europe, and India. The spacecraft, which left Earth seven months ago, had to make a braking maneuver to be sure of being captured by Mars gravity. UAE scientists can now look forward to studying the planet's atmosphere. Their satellite carries three instruments that will observe, among other targets, how neutral atoms of hydrogen and oxygen leak into space. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported on Wednesday, February 10th, that double masking, specifically wearing a surgical mask under a cloth mask, may provide an extremely high level of protection against the viral particles that cause COVID-19. A year into the pandemic, the report is a first from the CDC also, that breaks down exactly how well certain mask-wearing techniques work to protect workers and those around them. The on Wednesday, it was announced that the Dallas Mavericks had stopped playing the national anthem before home games at the discretion of owner Mark Cuban, according to a Mavericks spokeswoman. The anthem has not been played at any of the 13 preseason and regular season games played so far. Cuban confirmed that he had altered the pregame ritual but declined to explain further. The NBA's rules require players to stand during the anthem. However, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has not enforced that rule in recent years as players choose to kneel during the anthem in protest of police brutality and social injustice. So that is all the news for this week. Thank you for listening and remember to stay updated with Econa Online. We'll see you in a new episode of Jaguar Jabber Weekly World News next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Jaguar Jabber and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify for more weekly news updates. If you'd like to stay updated with Econa Online, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Econa.online.